as long as you're scrolling through your phone, checking out your friend's latest Instagram post, take a moment to download the Radio Parami app. Take the app with you wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Stay updated with top and bottom of the hour news and the latest weather forecast. Plus, you can listen live to local talk shows, nationally syndicated programs, and listen to previous interviews you might have missed, all in crystal clear digital audio. It's called the Radio Potomy app. Find it in your Google Play or Apple App Store from your friends at News Talk 710 KURV. Morning news on 710 KURV. Top newsmakers. Here's Sergio Sanchez. Let's go to Brownsville City Hall. Our city manager, Helen Ramirez. Let's start with Launch BTX. Helen, describe that program for me. What is it? How does it work? Uh, Yes, it's a program that was created by the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation and the economic development arm of the city. And the purpose of the program is to really bring emerging technology companies or companies that are established and maybe um, created a new product line and have them work with research and development with our educational institutions um, within Brownsville, Cameron County, uh, such as Texas Southwell College or UTRGV um, or even uh, the Brownsville ISD uh, Career and Technical Education Center. So. It's bringing companies um, and having them kind of evolve and do research in, co- in collaboration with our educational institutions. Um, the grant is up to $150,000, okay. and what it funds is equipment. It also funds uh, internships for the students um, and also just kind of any lab or te- technological work that needs to be done. Um, at the campus or um, at the school. So um, it's really excited. We're, you know, it's launched in May of this year and we've already had uh, two awards and we're looking at more uh, companies to participate. Okay, obviously all this to complement emerging aerospace and space delivery technology, SpaceX in town. So tell me about the companies that have received the, the grants in order to you know, complement SpaceX or other emerging technology? So a great example that we announced uh, last week is with Cosmic Shielding Corporation. Um, They're out of Atlanta and have done um, their research historically at MIT, and they are looking at expanding the radiation shielding component um, through material development, uh, article production, and testing in support of the commercialization of of their product and so uh, they wanted to embark on a 16-month comprehensive research project and UTRGV uh, Brownsville uh, applied for uh, the performance grant uh, of course always in collaboration with the company and their both Brownsville and Edinburgh campuses will be working on this Projects students actually attended the event, so it's really great to see the undergrad students. I didn't know, but a one in nine uh, UTRGV students are studying engineering, uh, which is phenomenal. And also, many of the students that are doing the research are undergrad. Typically, what you see in universities is the grad students or the PhD students, but the fact that we have the caliber and talent here for even our undergrad students to partake in very 
cutting edge research and development is yeah. amazing for our community and it really speaks to the talent that we have here in in Brownsville and the Valley. This Cosmic Shielding Corporation addressing one of those issues that needs to be resolved before Elon Musk sends any craft to Mars because it, it's a lot of radiation between here and Mars and that's <laughs> what they're looking for. So in this 16th month Research Endeavor, UTRGV, and Cosmic Shielding Corporation. Is there a chance they open up a, a satellite facility and take up some square footage and send some employees over here? And you never know, maybe even a set up shop down here to be right next door to SpaceX eventually. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, that's the, one of the purposes for the grant to show that we not only support research and development here in, in Brownsville, but also that part of the application is, you know, um, getting towards, you know, setting up shops, starting uh, in Brownsville, uh, their operations. And, you know, it's very, it makes sense. If you're, if you're working with students that are working on your product, it really makes sense as a pipeline for hiring for the yeah. company. Yeah. So it just, it just naturally evolves in, into that. Um, they are actually working very closely with satellite companies as well. Uh, because of the radiation um, on the satellite satellites themselves, and they're actually, they're doing research right now at the Interna- International Space Station. So they're already working on space. They already have like subcontracts with space companies, and so we are we believe it's complementary to what SpaceX is doing and really expanding upon that um, that base. And and you know SpaceX is doing very well. I don't know if you saw the the piece they did on with Jay Leno. But really giving him a tour to see of, that. of SpaceX. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing everything that's happening. The other company that was awarded was Paragon Vertical Takeoff and Landing. They um, are are uh, embarking on drone cargo and drone technology. They uh, what they did is work with Brownsville uh, ISD. I don't know if you saw that news, but they really uh, are working on. Um, training the future of their workforce, right? Because if they're looking at cargo drones or eventually VTOLs, it's a different type of, of um, educational training that we need. Uh, and those students can be the future, our, our um, uh, seniors and juniors that, that were in the course in the summer, uh, they'll be continuing with okay. the professors because they were trained. It's like a train-the-trainer type of a program in advanced drone um, technology. Our city manager for Brownsville, Helen Ramirez, with an update on this launch BTX program. Looking for more companies to complement this emerging aerospace and space delivery business we have, thanks to Elon Musk here in town, SpaceX, and hoping to see other players come to town. You mentioned VTOL, that vertical takeoff and landing paragon. How how far along do you think they are, Helen, in actually going to prototype and putting something in the air? Do you have any idea? Yeah, I think because of the uh, FAA, the regulations that we have, it's probably 2025. I think the industry itself, okay. um, while, while they're prototyping and testing, uh, also, the federal government and even state is still regulating the industry, um, and so it's a function of not only production, it's, but it's also a function of, of regulations, right? And yeah. how okay. our federal, state, and even local regulators do regular regulate airspace. So um, I think it's you know um, you know crawl, you know walk and run approach is 
because of safety, I think it's important. And uh, But I'm they're tapping they're into our approach. kids at Brownsville schools and our university doing the research. Hopefully we'll get a prototype drone in the air, as you said, in the next uh, several years. And you mentioned Jay Leno on CNBC and his tour at Boca Chica. Uh, I still need to see that. You need to check that out, folks, if, if you haven't seen it. Uh, how, how often will launch BTX be awarding these $150,000 grants to these uh, these companies that, that wish to participate with you know uh, launching stuff into space with, with SpaceX? Sure. Um, the grant itself is o- opened in May, and the first round of applications available till October 31st. However, the foresight of the board, the Economic Development Board, actually has awarded additional funding to the fund for next year. So this pilot uh, program was born of many conversations with emerging technology companies that are either tech-based or, you know, aerospace or urban mobility. So, you know, many of the conversations that we had was, you know, we do, it would great be great to work with the talented um, universities and, and community colleges that we have here. Um, how And we thought, well, how can we accelerate, right? If you accelerate R&D, then you'll accelerate the production of that yep. emerging technology yep. and workforce and having them set shop here. So um, it's been such so well received that uh, the board for their their fiscal year 23 board actually included more uh, awarded more money in their budget. So good. It's good, yeah. To see that, I was going to say that, that, yeah. Yeah, you need to you need to fatten up that uh, that piggy bank. It'd be nice to land more companies here soon. Helen, it's a pleasure as always. Thank you. Continued success. Our city manager for Brownsville, Helen Domitis. You're always on the go. Obviously pretty busy. Busy with work. Picking up my kids from school. From work to kids to running errands. Your entire day is a hands-on, never-ending frenzy of activity. Luckily, getting the news is now voice activated. Just say, Alexa, play 710-KURB. I'd like to know what's going on in my world. I gotta know what's going on in my city. Putting the smart in your smart speaker. I'm getting my news from you and my information. For the latest news and to find out what's happening in rich, clear audio. Just say, Alexa, play 710 KURB. You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. Download the free app for 710KURV and all our sister stations at Radio United. Crisp, clear audio and access to previous programs from 710KURV only at Radio Parami. Download it, it's free. From our Harlingen Economic Development Corporation office is President Raudel Garza. Rowdy, Rowdy, welcome back to KURV. Let's start with some of the success stories of late for Harlingen EDC, either either in some some of the sales numbers or corporations you've been prospecting or folks who opened up to, opened up shop recently in Harlingen. Let's start there. Well, good morning. Um, you know, some of the, we've been getting different prospects from different uh, sectors of the economy, obviously. Um, the industrial side has been a little bit slower, but it's been steady anyway. Uh, we've got some folks who are um, taking over some brand new space in our industrial park. Uh, one of those is uh, EquipmentShare.com. Uh, they're in the equipment rental business, and uh, because of all the construction that's coming up and some of the stuff that's going on right now, 
they're going to be investing close to $30 million in their new building and, and the equipment that they're bringing in okay. um, for this market. Um, obviously, they feel that this market is strong enough. And when I say this market, it's the Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. Uh, the Rio Grande Valley is strong enough in terms of construction to where um, this national operation can come down and open up shop and uh, bring with it about 30 new jobs as well. Interesting uh, to see Texas that the Enterprises cons- is another one that's coming up in, in okay. the industrial park. Um, they're an oil and lubricant company, and uh, they have several different locations throughout the the state. Uh, and they chose Harlingen because um, of our central location as well. So, tell me the looking good in the industrial park. Tell me the name of that oil and lubricant company. I'm sorry, I was I talked over you. Oh, Texas Enterprises. Texas Enterprises, yeah. And on the first one with the equipment rental for construction, very interesting to see how in many areas of of the valley, construction is really, really strong right now. Would you say just, you know, ballpark figure, do you think we're back to pre-pandemic numbers when it comes to construction all across the region? I think that, you know, uh, right before um, the, the current, you know, um, I guess you can call it a downturn or something like that, but as far as inflation controls are going in. But, I mean, we've been having kind of a housing bubble. A lot of people have been yeah. building a lot of homes and a lot of new subdivisions. But also uh, on the industrial side, there's some new buildings that are going up and also on road construction. There's a, there's a lot of infrastructure that's being placed in, in throughout the valley. And so uh, these are the companies that, that lend out the heavy equipment to, to build roads and to dig ditches and to uh, you know, lay pipes in underneath the, the, the surface so that we can have uh, better drainage and that type of thing. So a lot of those kind of projects have been coming on because of the kind of uh, outflow and inflow of, of federal funding into this area. So. So that's all good for us. And even on the highway money, it's good to see that uh, we're reaping uh, the benefits from the billions of dollars now quickly accessible to South Texas in the unified, more unified effort to fund road construction and improvements around here. Uh, Rodel Garza is president of economic development efforts for Harlingen and so for several days now. And thank you for trusting us to get this message out to the business community. This Kaufman Fast Track, uh, the series seminars, and kind of look a little starting your business school. Uh, tell me about Kaufman Fast Track. I know you're, you're starting that up in October in Harlingen. So sure. what is that? How does it work? What do, what do individuals learn in starting a business with uh, the series, the Kaufman Fast Track yeah. series? Well, it's seven sessions that are every uh, Tuesday starting October 4th um, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So those of us who have to work during the day and uh, want to uh, branch out and try to do something new or learn something new at night, uh, this would be it. It's once once a week for uh, for seven weeks, uh, six p.m. to nine p.m. at our um, university center or welcome center at TSCC campus. It's a beautiful building. It's in a classroom setting. Um, the cohort is about ten people. We might take on a few more than that, but uh, typically what we do is about ten to twelve people, and you're selected uh, from uh, a pool of entrepreneurs who um, are, are signing up for this class so it's free tuition we're taking care of the that bill okay. but uh really what what we're looking for is for people who are wanting to start a business in harlingen specifically um if we don't fill out those positions with people who want to start in, in harlingen then we might look at some other ones but but i don't we've never had any problems doing that because there's a lot of people who have uh, some great ideas and uh so what we teach them uh, and it's not, not not us, but the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley 
the Entrepreneurship and Commercialization Center, which is part of the School of Business, um, what they're looking at is they help people identify their market needs to, you know, understand some of the basic business fundamentals uh, to explore and look at uh, the local economic data so that they can understand if their idea, if their product or, the, or, or their uh, restaurant or whatever they're thinking about doing is a good fit for the market. And then once they do that, you know, they have to look at, you know, what does it take to be successful? And so they do the, that research. Um, they get people who are experts in the field to talk to them about building their business plan and, you know, reaching out to the different people who can lend money if they need access to capital or um, uh, some other resources that are out there. Um, and then, you know, once they build that business network, you know, then they're ready to start their business. And then that's where we come in and try to help them find their location and uh, help them if they need to, um, you know, with a leg up on some incentives as well. So you said, really exciting class. Uh, uh, it's fast paced, three hours uh, once a week for seven weeks. Every Tuesday and, night. And every Tuesday out. night, right? Every, every Tuesday, Tuesday night. Starting in October. Yep. Uh, it's seven-week program. You mentioned a pool and a selection process, so I'm guessing you're going to want to diversify the types of businesses from retail and restaurant, manufacturing, whatever shows up. Right? You're going to try to diversify the pool uh, from the pool. Try to diversify and create a class. I'm guessing. Yeah, it just depends on, on you know some of them are, are existing businesses who just need um, some assistance in learning a little bit more about how to expand or how to uh, turn into you know start doing a different product, uh, expand their market or do a better job of uh, of you know doing their online marketing or they're looking at a second or third location that type of thing. So I mean it doesn't have to be somebody that's brand new. It could be somebody that's already established but. Uh, looking to get up a, a leg up on, on the competition, you know. So okay. uh, we're open to all of that. And, yeah, it's retail, it's manufacturing, it's a little bit of everything. How do folks sign up, uh, get information? Uh, what's the deadline in, in order to, you know, start this thing up? The deadline for registration is um, uh, September 25th, which is coming up next week. Um, and they can call us at uh, 956 Two one six five zero eight one. That's our office, or the UTRGV Commercialization Center at nine five six eight eight two four one one nine. And we're all over social media, so uh, just come okay. on to our Facebook page or our website, and you'll see the the banner ads for the Kaufman Fast Track series. These classes again free, but they're in person and will be in Harlingen every Tuesday evening starting in October. That's important to know because this is not you know, like long-distance learning. You have to actually drive to Harlingen. What, what office are you meeting at uh, for this the course? It's, it's in our building. It's in our building. Oh, the Harlingen, DC. Boxwood. Okay. Very well, then. Thank you, Rowdy. Continued success. Thanks for the update. Rodel Garza from Harlingen Economic Development. Your Houston Astros play here. And he drives this one up the middle. That's a base hit. Catch Astros baseball action all season long on News Talk 710-KURV. Deep to left field. Kiss it goodbye. Every hit. Every home run. First pitch and he drives it. Left field. Good one. It's out of here. Astros baseball is powered by F&T Valley Motorsports, Riverside Development Services, MissionIncredible.com, and News Talk 710-KURV.
You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. In the event there's a tropical system in the Gulf of Mexico turning this way, you want to keep it tuned to 710 KURV. Stay informed during hurricane season. Tropical coverage 2022 on air and online at KURV.com. Made possible by Mike's Plumbing, Electrical, and AC, Vega Roofing, McAfee Insurance, and Elephant Building Materials. A real pretty new hospital tower celebrating grand opening Thursday. Lance Ames, CEO of the South Texas Health System Edinburgh Hospital. Congratulations, Mr. Ames. So tell me a bit about the celebration and some of the new equipment and services that you'll be offering there at the real pretty hospital in Edinburgh. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be on the show with you guys. Yes, sir. And it's a great way to start the day. Yes, sir. So uh, we're very excited for what's happening at South Texas Health System Edinburgh. Um, we had a great celebration yesterday. A lot of um, great people showed up, and our team is just very humbled, very excited to serve the community. So a few highlights I'd love to share with you all. Uh, with this new five-story tower that we have going up, we're going to be opening um, 59 new beds to expand care in the community. We've also added one of the most advanced imaging centers in the area. We have a 640-slice uh, CT scanner, 3T MRI. We have a dedicated women's imaging center, a place where women can go and um, have privacy, have a more boutique experience. Uh, we have 3D mammography services for them. And um, our ER, which is one of our most important features, is open it's got about double the square footage that we used to have which is so needed and uh, the location is much more easily accessible right off of trenton and sugar hiring you know how everybody seems to be in that pickle where they can't find enough people to to work at different businesses and i know in medical it's the same thing how'd you do how, how are you doing when it comes to filling all those positions at the hospital Hey, we've been doing a great job. A lot of people are, are coming on board. Uh, we really drive a, a good culture here. We want to make it a place where people want to come to work and, and enjoy a, a good team of uh, people who care about um, you know patients, the community, and doing good. Uh, so our our hiring has gone up you know over 25 percent. It's been okay. great. But we still do have open positions. We are welcoming people to come on in. And hope that people are interested in learning a little bit about who we are and um, how we serve the community. With all the new services and equipment available, uh, Lance Ames, uh, CEO of South Texas Health System, the Edinburgh facility, big, pretty hospital that they opened up there on Trenton, near the freeway, not too far away from the freeway. How does this change the landscape of services that are, are like first time ever? You know, I don't know about you, Lance. I know you're new to the area. You're looking forward to taking your family over to the beach every now and then, but. Um, we were a desert at one time here in South Texas. Man, we'll talk about one of the historically underserved areas. Uh, we're, we've been quickly catching up over the years, and it's good to see all these new hospitals in the area. So what does this do to the, the landscape as far as new exclusive services that are being provided thanks to the gang over at South Texas Health System? Well, you know, our goal has been to step up the level of health care in the Valley. We've needed this so bad. Um, you know, I've been here for going on 10 years this year, and every year we're adding more and more technology, bringing more and more very talented physicians and talented staff members um, to make the healthcare level in the Valley what it needs to be. Now, we don't want to send people out of the Valley. We want to keep people close to home. So 
I think the imaging quality is is a huge step. Number one, okay, we're bringing in you know the the CAT scanners, the MRI. These are academic medical center level technologies, um, and uh, on top of that, uh, we've been recruiting in specialists and providers that are just top notch. And so that's the that's the core um, way that we're able to make things different and make things better here in the valley. Um, when we open these new 59 beds, we're now going to have the capacity to take care of people with all this great new technology and these great providers that we have. With your brother, sister organizations down the street, uh, other facilities, will there be expansion, renovation of those facilities as well soon? What do you know? Oh, there's always uh, plans that we uh, are working on. So, um, you know, nothing immediately to share with, with everyone right now, but uh, just know that this is step one, and there's so much more to come. And with you and all other hospitals in the area, DHR, Valley Baptist, everybody else, do you think we're getting close to meeting the demand in South Texas? Getting close to the day where we don't have to tell folks, go to San Antonio, go to Houston. Yeah, no, and I think with the pandemic, all the, the hospitals, we've all been working together more than ever. Um, it's, it really is nice to have uh, so many different providers in the community. And collectively, we all do have the goal of, um, you know, bringing more care to the Valley. I think we are definitely bridging that gap. We're making some significant progress. And so um, it's an honor to be part of the healthcare field. And we're all together just doing our part. They've opened up the new Edinburgh Hospital, the South Texas Health System Edinburgh facility there at Trenton. Lance Ames is the CEO of that facility. Uh, all work complete now, or do you still have like parking or some other type of work that you, uh, you know, brick and mortar stuff that you're working on at, at the campus? You know, parking is ready to go. Um, we, we actually just finished up our most, our last state survey for the building. Uh, we're ready to move in. Uh, we'll have the all you know all four stories open and operational as of September 20th. So, uh, very minor things left to finish up. So it's looking beautiful inside. Uh, seriously, you go in and it, it doesn't feel like a hospital. It feels more like a, a very fancy high end hotel. So on the campus, you still got the kids hospital, right? The kids uh, facility, and then of course the new wing or the new building, new tower that would be for adult services. That's that. That's what represents Edinburgh now, right? Yeah, that's correct. So we, you know, we, we brought the very first children's hospital to the Valley 16 years ago. And I think having this new tower is a great addition. Um, they, we're we're going to have the children's hospital ER right off of Trenton, easily available, um, easy to see. It's a beautiful facility. And then we'll now have the adult hospital ER right off of Trenton as well. So I think it'll be easier for the community to see, all right, this is the adult ER entrance. And over here, this is the children's ER entrance. And with those two campuses combined, we're able to provide such an incredible service to everyone. It truly is unique. Um, the pediatric subspecialists that we have over at the children's hospital are just top notch. This is a caring group of people, and it's an honor for us to serve the community. An honor that you reached out today, Lance. Thank you uh, for, for the call, and we wish you the best continued success. Uh, that's Lance Ames. CEO Soundtex Health System, their new Edinburgh Hospital. News Talk 710 KURV. When news breaks, we break in. Break in. Breaking news. Stay alert and listen to the weather forecast. We need to be aware and alert to what's going on. Breaking news means it's happening now. We mean now. 
Breaking news underway right now. Breaking news on News Talk 710 KURV means we're bringing you the news as it happens. We have In this particular instance, we are in receipt of information. When news breaks, we'll break in. Count on News Talk 710 KURV and KURV.com. You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. Download the free app for 710KURV and all our sister stations at Radio United. Crisp, clear audio and access to previous programs from 710KURV only at Radio Parami. Download it. It's free. Time for a monthly conversation on sales trends for the area based on the comptroller's office up in Austin, how much money they're receiving from the cities as far as tax they collect from retail sales and other transactions. Matt Ruschek, our friend, he's with the COSTEP office, economic development branch of that. Welcome back, Matt. So here we go. What month are we talking about, and what's the actual financial period that we're measuring right now? Good morning, Sergio. So we are talking about the September report, which covers the July sales, and we'll be comparing... Uh, July 2022 to July 2021. Well, there you go. July 4th weekend, holiday weekend, right in the middle of the summer. How'd we do? We did quite well. You know, we kind of did consistently to what we saw the past several months. We had uh, strong positive growth. Uh, The value as a whole was up 8.73% comparing July 2022 to July 2021. Um, And we had all four counties in the valley up in the green uh, so positive uh, for the month. Um, Cameron County was up 5.03%. Willacy County was up 1.36%. Stark County was up 9.22%. And our main driver in the region was Hidalgo County, up uh, double digits, up 10.58%. That's good. That's good. What were the you know economic pressures taking place in the market July this year? compared to July last year? Because I think it gets kind of foggy for some people. Uh, where were we in in the whole reopening and the COVID thing and mm-hmm. people doing staycations versus going somewhere else? And what can you tell me as far as the comparison of July, 21, uh, July 22 compared to July 21? Yeah, so, you know, July 2021 was uh, mostly open. Uh, we had... Uh, you know, kind of a sense that the, the COVID is fading out. Uh, stimulus uh, that was in the economy was starting to, to, to fade out as well. So July 2021 was actually not a bad month at all. Uh, you know, for, for reference purposes, July 2021 for the RGV was up 22.87% compared to July 2020, which we were definitely rocking and rolling uh, in 2021. And so this is where our numbers are solid. You know, in the in the higher single digit trends, but nothing you know as uh, as exuberant as we saw in 2021. Um, also, another reason why we're seeing the number numbers compared to the state numbers stabilize. You know, for reference point, the state uh, for July 2022 compared to July 2021 was up 11.75%, so slightly higher than than the value was as a whole. Uh, but uh, kind of within within a similar range. Okay. Um, and so I, what we're seeing really is is continued steady growth. You know, for reference point, people will say, well, what about inflation? You know, obviously prices are going up, so people are going to be spending more money. Um, the core inflation for July 2022, which is 
you know, prices excluding food and energy because those are not most of these products are not sales tax subjects uh, for the purpose of the calculation. Then the core inflation for the month was up 5.9 percent. So once again, the value of whole up 8.23. I'm sorry, 8.73. Uh, which puts us just slightly above inflation, kind of a steady growth. Okay. Rate. Let's talk about uh, the cities. Break them down for me. Cameron County, Hidalgo County. How do we do? Yeah, absolutely. So oh, did it quite well overall. Uh, Cameron County, Brownsville up 5.82%. Harlingen up 2.36%. Uh, Port Isabel, the, the strongest, larger community in, in Cameron County, uh, up 13.11%. Uh, we also saw San Benito up 8.71%, and South Padre Island up 4.03%, so really quite steady Good. and positive. In Hidalgo County, we had we had some stronger numbers, hence the bottom line in Hidalgo County being stronger. Edinburgh was up 17.09%, McCown was wow. up 5.98%, Mission up 14.83%, Far 10.2%. San Juan up 17.16%, and Westlaco up 7.67%. And we all definitely went to the Outland Mall uh, because Mercedes was up 24.59%. The roller coaster continues. Yeah, the roller coaster continues at the Outland Mall. And Mercedes, I can imagine some of those retailers going, man, one off. This is crazy. Up 24% one month, and then we're down to single digits, and then up, you know, 19% the next one. We're down again uh, the next one. Matt Ruschek from Costep joining us right now. We're looking at the monthly retail sales activity numbers for South Texas. It, the interesting numbers, uh, also Edinburgh 17, as you mentioned, Mission 14, FAR 10. What is that, man? I mean, comparing July this year to July last year, uh, what's going on here as, as far as July for these three cities in, in the area? Like, where McAllen's only yeah, 5%, I, you know? Combined, they, they're yeah. almost as similar as McAllen, but, boy, the numbers are off the charts for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you're seeing is kind of, you know, the numbers working themselves to the system. You know, 2020 really kind of shook up the process. And so those numbers are starting to normalize a little bit. So I don't know if it's a year over year comparison uh, really is going to be too all too telling. But what I do see in the numbers now is during 2020, we saw people moving towards smaller cities and also towards the, the, the counties outside of Hidalgo County in terms of the activity and spending. Many people stay closer to home, yeah. support local businesses. I think what we're seeing over the, the past six months, maybe even longer, a, a clear trend towards people gravitating back towards Hidalgo County for spending. Um, and I think that's, that's where some of these, these communities, uh, that I suppose called the mid-sized to larger communities in Hidalgo County, um, are starting to see the positive effects. Um, and it's really not only just the, the mid-sized to uh, communities in Hidalgo County. Uh, I'll tell you, Hidalgo County overall numbers are quite strong. Looking at some of the smaller folks, Donna up 21.27% for the wow. month. The Hoya up 30.5%. Uh, okay. And let me pick out one more. Uh, That's a local shop. You know, even smaller community, uh, even like Elmo, uh, up 13.98%. Well, lots of local shopping in the middle of summer mm-hmm. where we also heard yes. lots of business reports, people traveling, leaving town, going out, spending their yes. money elsewhere. Boy, that says a lot you about the strength of the economy. Yeah. Yeah, and I will tell you, you know, speaking of that, you know, I also look at some of the major communities in the state and how they perform. Um, and Austin is really on a tear uh, this year. Once again, looking at, you know, look at the Austin numbers for the month and then year to date. Uh, Austin numbers for the month were up 17.53%. And year to date, uh, Austin's by far the runaway winner. They're up 23.43%. Okay. 
Um, and so, and so, folks are definitely gravitating towards the city of Austin. And just to, for to, just on the point of the of the valley, right? And how we are doing uh, for the month over month comparison, strong numbers once again. We had 37 out of the 44 communities up year over year. So from up July 2022 compared to July 2021, we had 29 out of 44 up over 5 percent, and we had eight out of the 44 up over 20 percent. And so once again, very strong, steady growth in the region. Excellent. And good news going into back to school August. So the August numbers, you know, your gut tells you the August numbers should be strong as well, right? Yeah, particularly because, you know, now we actually in 2022 have a real back to school. In 2021, we still had, uh, it was a little bit shaky still. Uh, so my gut tells me that the August numbers should still look quite good, yes. All right. Uh, any news uh, from the COSTEP office, economic development, what you're working on? Yeah, you know, so we've been very, very busy uh, over over the last month. Uh, biggest highlight, really, that I can, that I can mention is we were in uh, uh, the Detroit area last week at the Battery Show in North America. Uh, you know, the automotive industry is obviously big in our region. The, the, the electric vehicle industry is reshaping the automotive industry and also other industries. And so we're at the heart and center of it at the Battery Show in North America in, uh, in the Detroit area, made some fantastic contacts and are pursuing leads from that. Um, and we're gonna be actually switching gears, or well, not switching gears, but expanding our reach also in the medical device industry. Uh, so we'll be up in Boston next week at the Biomed Device Show at the heart of the uh, North American uh, biomedical industry. So we're really, really excited. Yeah, about we can repatriate the, some the, of that. Yeah. What's, about what's happening and the expansion of the economy and uh, bringing in uh, potentially new businesses to the region. So okay. we are very excited. Are you that. coordinating with uh, Rowdy at Harlingen, with Keith McCallan and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. Brown, you coordinating with them? Because uh, we can, we should be one of those markets repatriating some of the medical industry stuff here. And on the battery side, everybody seems to be getting a battery factory except us. It's time that we land one down here. That seems like that's a low-hanging fruit as far as creating jobs. Well, so, yes, we are working together with what we call the Friends of Coast Step, uh, you know, run, running all the way from uh, the coast, from Brownsville, South Padre Island, like, all the way to Laredo. Um, and in terms of the battery industry, battery manufacturing facilities are, are, are maybe a, a little bit of a stretch to some extent for our region because of some of the massive requirements that they have. Uh, but definitely suppliers and, and supporters of the industry uh, are, are right on our path. And who knows? You know, maybe uh, if our efforts continue to be successful, uh, we might be able to snatch one of the smaller battery plants here or there. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Matt Ruschek from the Co-Step office with the monthly report on sales tax. As long as you're scrolling through your phone, checking out your friend's latest Instagram post, take a moment to download the Radio Potomy app. Take the app with you wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Stay updated with top and bottom of the hour news and the latest weather forecast. Plus, you can listen live to local talk shows, nationally syndicated programs, and listen to previous interviews you might have missed, all in crystal clear digital audio. It's called the Radiopotomy app. Find it in your Google Play or Apple App Store from your friends at News Talk 710 KURV. You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. Airport update, McAllen Miller International Airport. They made the news this week. Got a new marketing relationship 
with the Dallas Cowboys. We'll talk more about that here in a minute. Meantime, Director of Aviation at McAllen Miller International Airport, Elizabeth Suarez. Liz, welcome back to KURV. So now that we're pretty much done with summer, we're entering into the fall. So let's review. How did summer treat you? Boardings, bookings, all that. How'd you do? It was a great time for us again. Uh, You will recall that last year we had um, another record-setting year, and it looks like this year we're trending in the same way. We're about 5% up from last year, year year-to-date total. Uh, That was exciting. We saw a lot of changes in the industry, so pilot shortage issues, high fuel costs, uh, fleet availability issues, and that definitely affected the seats in our market. Uh, And we saw a little bit of a decrease for summer activity. But when we look at overall yearly activity, we're doing doing well. Going into the fall, is there any way to gauge, you know, how promising that might be? Because I suspect that you might have access to bookings going into the fall, maybe even the holiday season. Is it looking better than last year? Do you know? You know, uh, for us, the access that we have is uh, flight scheduling um, data, and that looks really promising. Typically, if bookings are soft, airlines are not scheduling as many aircraft and flights into the market. Mm -hmm. But for us, that's not the case. For instance, American Airlines, who's our biggest uh, carrier with the majority of market share in our market, is um, offering up to five... uh, mainline aircraft arrivals on peak days uh, starting this September. And so that's huge. You're talking about the 150-seater aircraft coming in versus the regional aircraft, the 50-seater. So that means there's more seats in the market. September and October are typically our lowest performing months for the year. And the fact that that level of uh, seating is coming into the market during those slow months is a very good indicator that bookings are strong. Excellent. Yeah. Elizabeth Suarez, Director of Aviation, McAllen Miller International Airport. Now, as the some of these planes are fattening up, providing more seats, how about routes? Any additional routes and changes to that in your future? Yes, we're really excited to be able to announce that Nashville is back on our schedule. Uh, you can look already onto the Allegiant Nashville. website and book your flight to Nashville Service will start in February. It will run through May. Uh, It will be part of our seasonal offering with Allegiant. It's an exciting destination. Lots of neat things to explore out there. And take advantage of the low cost. Uh, uh, Allegiant is launching uh, as low as $49 each way. So it's a great opportunity to go and explore uh, if you've not visited Nashville already. How do they gauge that at Allegiant? Because you and I spoke last time, had an extended conversation there at the airport. You're telling me that the Valley is like the number one market. Uh, Allegiant, well, you know, the travel to or f- to uh, to Vegas, for example, the Valley is the number one market for Allegiant, right? So how do they gauge that over that, say, Nashville needs to be the next town to go take in all the entertainment? Because that's going to be fascinating, a, that, yeah, yeah, the way the airlines work. But there's a lot of factors that go into play. Um, one of them is that that is their uh, developing hub. And so they've got some aircraft overnighting there. They've got a little bit of a, of a maintenance effort that happens there. So if aircraft are, are sleeping overnight, it's a little bit easier for us to be able to gain an opportunity to connect because that aircraft is there. It's less cost. So there are a lot of factors that go into determining a market. 
for the low-cost airline. The low-cost airline is looking for low-hanging fruit. And so um, how can I uh, make the most money with the least amount of effort, right? And so the fact that they're hubbing those aircraft there helps us and it helps our market. The fact that we have a high yield per passenger in our market means that if they have available aircraft and available time slots, they're going to go ahead and route those aircraft to the higher performing markets. And it makes sense. Um, it's a simple business model for, for the low-cost carrier, but a lot of different factors go into play. Elizabeth Suarez, Director of Aviation, McAllen Miller International Airport. Have you or the Chamber or EDC been able to gauge what is the biggest draw, the, the real Grand Valley? What is it for us? What is the biggest draw? Why do they come here? Is it uh, for the Maquila work? Is it South Padre Island? Nature tourism, I know, is huge for us. So what is it that the reason people come to the valley through the uh, through McAllen Miller? It's a combination of all of those factors. Um, we are primarily a business market. With that being said, p- post-COVID, all of that changed. Business traffic is only back up uh, at about a 50% level. So the fact that we've had, you know, trend-setting years and business market haven't, hasn't been up uh, to its full capacity um, is indicative that it's a model that's changing. And so it's really dynamic. The Valley is a growing area, and definitely business has a huge impact into the McAllen International Airport market. Um, for us, we know that that's what it is, and we know that there's all types of um of uh, of industry uh, located because of the maquiladoras, and that definitely does generate a lot of traffic. Our proximity to Reynosa also um, helps us. You know, when we're looking at uh, domestic service into the U.S., um, uh, people that are international residents can easily cross the bridge and fly through McAllen at a low cost compared to all the international flight fees that are that you have to pay when you fly out of Mexico into the U.S. And so the same happens for us when we go to Mexico. It's a little bit cheaper flying out of Reynosa for the same reason. And so we're able to absorb a lot That's of true. that traffic, That's our true. business traffic. And then we've got a nice mix of leisure traffic. And I think that the, all of that has uh, a great deal to do with the amount of growth that aviation has seen. And all three airports, really, it's a, it's a strong time for airports, and it's a great time to be in the Valley. This new marketing relationship with the Dallas Cowboys, where the McAllen Miller International Airport official, South Texas Airport for the Cowboys. Okay, what does that mean? What will we see? Uh, do we get to see some players? What's going to happen in your future as a result of this? And is it just for one year or is it long term? So we're really excited about this marketing opportunity for us. Um, In the last few years, we've been so focused on growing our business model, and we've been really successful at that. Uh, We've grown our non-aeronautical revenue by about 35%, and we've grown our investment in marketing as well. And I think you can see that in the different advertisement campaigns that we have and the growth that we've had since 2014. We've been on a record-setting growth trend. And for the first time since 2014, we've captured the majority of market share in the Rio Grande Valley. So for us to be able to invest the dollars that we've made with all of this growth back into marketing, to continue to grow the model, to continue to um, to grow the opportunities that we have to ask airlines for more service and more connections is great. It's really exciting for us. We're the first airport to enter into a partnership of this kind with the Dallas Cowboys. We are now the official South Texas airport of the Dallas Cowboys. Why is that important? Well, okay. uh, the Valley actually represents the second highest fan base 
for the Dallas Cowboys. We've got about a 37% of their fan base is based in the McAllen-Brownsville area. Wow. It's a big deal. <laughs> about about 15.2 million fans coming from Monterrey, Mexico City, and Guadalajara. That's right. That's a huge right. deal. They're That's the number right. one NFL uh-huh. teams with a Mexico fan base. Pobrecitos. So they don't know any better in Mexico, but it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's okay. Keep going. <laughs> well, for us, this is a great opportunity because the brands align really well. Yeah. We're also the only airport in South Texas to connect to those markets, and so it just makes sense to us. Um, it's a great opportunity. We also learned that Cowboy fans, and this was really impressive, Cowboy fans are twice as likely to be aware of a brand that commingles with the Cowboys and to prefer that brand, and most importantly, to purchase that brand. And so that's a great statistic for us. We're excited to continue to explore how that impacts us. And and really, we're looking at not only aligning our brand and increasing awareness uh, through that alignment, but really, how do we make that a deliverable that makes sense? And so we put together a, a, a list of ideas. Um, First is designation. We're designated as the South Texas Airport of the Dallas Cowboys. The rights to marks and logos throughout the airport, some great opportunities for our travelers to really experience, um, well, those fan opportunities for great photos and and just a a really neat ambiance for those fans. Um, Aside from that, just some mutually agreed uh, promotions, the first one being the great announcement that we had. Um, Other promotions include giveaways, special appearances by the players, by the cheerleaders, by Rowdy, um, combination of advertising where we're able to co-mingle our internet ads with their podcast ads, with their website, um, some radio ads, some radio spots, and the big giveaway, and we're excited about this one. We just, um, in celebration of our big announcement, we are giving away a trip for four to the Dallas Cowboy game. And so we're excited about that. It's uh, uh, a great opportunity for Share to Win. It's for reserved uh, seat tickets to a regular season home game. That includes the round trip airfare and a two night stay and the parking pass. So okay. we're excited. We're asking all Dallas Cowboy fans in the Rio Grande Valley to log on to our social media sites and to really look for this opportunity, share to win uh, the rest of September through October uh, with a winner announced sometime at the end of October, beginning of November. So we're really excited. It's a great time at McAllen International Airport. Okay. Uh, now, let me see if you can help me dispel some rumors here. Is it true that all Houston yeah. Texan fans will no longer be welcome? <laughs> At the airport. No, everybody's no? Okay. welcome. All right. Everybody's uh, welcome. Okay, good. Let me. Get, that, that one's out of the way. No, that's not true. Uh, and also, another rumor that Eagles, Redskins, Commanders, uh, Giants paraphernalia <laughs> will be confiscated by TSA. That's not allowed at the airport. Is, is that true? No, no. no? You, you're all NFL fans are welcome. <laughs> okay, Liz. Best of luck to you. Uh, continued success and congratulations on the new um, Cowboys marketing uh, partnership. Uh, with Dallas, we, we hope it leads to a lot more business at our airport in McAllen. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. Have a great day. Elizabeth Suarez, Director of Aviation at McAllen Miller International Airport. This is the only radio station in the Rio Grande Valley for the news and information you need to know. We are News Talk 710KURV. Discover our Facebook page, 710KURV, also Twitter. I'm Sergio Sanchez, and my email is sergio at kurv.com. Thank you for listening to News Talk 710-KURV.
Hey, as long as you're scrolling through your phone, checking out your friend's latest Instagram post, take a moment to download the Radio Parami app. Take the app with you wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Stay updated with top and bottom of the hour news and the latest weather forecast. Plus, you can listen live to local talk shows, nationally syndicated programs, and listen to previous interviews you might have missed, all in crystal clear digital audio. It's called the Radio Potomy app. Find it in your Google Play or Apple App Store from your friends at News Talk 710 KURV.